0: Hey, Maddie, this is Batman, calling you from Wayne Manor. Now, Sissy told me that you're a big fan of Batman, and I really appreciate that. She also told me that your grandmother's passing. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, I... I sat with both of my parents uh, on separate occasions uh, as they passed. And the thing to remember is... Their spirit lives on. The body is just a a vessel. Uh, And you really see that when someone passes. So your grandmother will always be with you. Her spirit will always be in you. Uh, The people we love are always with us. So this is a shout out for you, Maddie. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. And remember, Maddie, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines
1: you. Good luck. Hi, I'm Brandon. Hey, everybody, it's Jimmy.
2: And uh, today we have the unenviable task about uh, talking about the uh, recent... Horrible news that we got uh, last Thursday, November 10th. uh, We lost Kevin Conroy. We lost our Batman to intestinal cancer. Uh, He was only uh, 66 years old, which is still kind of young in a way. And he is uh, survived by his husband, Von C. Williams. Uh, Kevin Conroy was my Batman. Um, I I know you're a big Adam West fan, but for me... Kevin Conroy, it was always the guy that when I read a Batman comic, I hear his voice. I love Michael Keaton, I love Adam West, I love Christian Bale, but I never hear their voices when I read the comic. Mm-hmm. Eh? I just, I just hear Kevin, Kevin's. Um, what? Uh, how did you hear about the uh, news last week?
1: Uh, well, I, I got online because normally I get up earlier than than you because you work late. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was the first thing that popped up in my feed. Um, and I was like, oh, no, I know you're asleep. So I was like, I have to text you. And I told you, don't get on the Internet.
2: I had literally woke up like I didn't woke up, wake up from that text, but mm-hmm. I woke up very, very shortly afterwards. And I thought that
1: you thought it was Gallagher.
2: I, I thought <laughs> I didn't think it was Gallagher. I actually okay. thought that there was like, so Jimmy texted me. Don't look at the Internet. I thought there was like a big spoiler of like maybe I don't watch Andor or whatever, but I thought oh, it was like okay. a big, like something to see, like, like that, a huge uh, thing with yeah. a TV show or yeah. something. So I got online, I saw Gallagher died, and I literally, I hadn't seen it yet. I had t- went ahead and texted mm-hmm. Jimmy. Oh, dude, Gallagher died. Yeah. Which I, I know you you like Gallagher a lot. He's a oh, little Gallagher, bit. Yeah. I was never a huge Gallagher fan, but yeah, I always you'd thought have he to be alive. You
1: have to be alive for a certain yeah ten years span and watching. I, and I wasn't. To, to, yeah, exactly. So that would have gone right over your head.
2: So, yeah, I saw that. And I texted Jimmy about that. And then, literally, seconds later, and I've like, Jimmy kind of saw my text like mm-hmm. in real reaction time. I went, oh, fk. Because yeah, it, it was weirdly, it wasn't at the top of my feed. Mm-hmm. But then, as I scroll a little bit, it became my entire feed. Um,
1: I think some people tagged me in things. Um, yeah. And was, it sort of trickled in that way. And it, it was one of the first things that popped up. Yeah, he uh the
2: yeah they, they 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 announced it When not they announced it like 11 15 or something like that
1: yeah it was something like yeah, that.
2: yeah I started around like noon I started my phone started blowing up with people hitting me up about it because I think everyone else thought I was asleep I usually sleep till like 12 thirty or one mm-hmm. but I had to actually be up early for like a appointment or something that day um but yeah they uh yes finding that out really. Kind of blew me away, Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, how I had actually recently contacted Kevin, and um, we'll talk about that.
1: That's one of the first things I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. We had just talked about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, in case you haven't realized, today we are going to take a break from our usual podcast that's uh, going to be a little bit more low-key, uh, mm-hmm. not going to be as like gimmicky and fun. Uh, this is just going to be uh, two best friends giving tribute to the great Kevin Conroy. We uh, were fortunate to hear from the Dark Knight himself twice on this podcast. Uh, here's the first video he we ever received from the late, great Kevin Conroy.
0: Brandon and Jimmy, this is Batman calling from Wayne Manor. Your friends Oliver and Alice told me about your new podcast, Almost Got Him, and they wanted me to send you a shout out to congratulate you. So this is for you. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. I want you to remember Clark in all the years to come, in all your private moments. I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. Okay, now this is Kevin. That was a dramatic reading of Batman as he's strangling Superman to death. Um, Congratulations, Brandon and Jimmy, on your new podcast. Almost got him. I love that episode. I bet it'll be successful because there's such a huge fan base for Batman. And the fans are so passionate about the character. There's this wonderful connection. It's like an intimacy between the fans and Batman. And it's unique. It's not like that for any other superhero. And my feeling is that's true because of all the superheroes, he's the only one who's not a superhero. He doesn't have any supernatural powers. You know what I mean? He he can't fly, he can't see through walls. He's a human being, he's a man. Some people call him the great detective because he's more like a, a detective. But not only is he human, he's a very flawed human and he knows he's flawed. He's been damaged by life, but we're all flawed and we all get damaged by life. So it makes him that much more relatable for us, for the audience, because in ways he's so much like us. What distinguishes him is that no matter what life throws at him, no matter what difficulty, challenge, crisis, failure, he doesn't let it defeat him. He doesn't let it make him bitter. He takes the challenges of life and he learns from them. And he transforms himself into this angel of light And he gives that pain back to the world as love. It's a beautiful story. And it's one we can all aspire to because you don't have to have superpowers to want to leave the world a better place, to want to give the world love for all the pain it gives you. All you have to do is care enough to want to, to try. And these days with what's going on, the lockdown, the pandemic, all the political nonsense, People need each other more than ever, because we're all we have. Because everyone gets challenged by life. Everyone gets beat up. Everyone knows despair and disappointment at one time or another in their life. Everyone needs help. And that's what we're there for, to help each other, because we all need each other. And that's the one thing that distinguishes Batman. He never questions that. He's there for people. He gives himself. Because everyone needs that help. And when you face those challenges that life throws at you, which we all do, you realize in a minute what's important. And it isn't the material stuff. That stuff can disappear in a heartbeat. It's the people in your life. It's the lives you touch. The people who touch your life. It's friends like Oliver and Alice who are cheering you on as you start this podcast. Friendships like that are priceless. That's what it's about. So congratulations on the new show. Good luck. And remember, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you.
2: Man, that's a cool video. like he didn't have to give us like five minutes, you know, he c- could have just said the luck on the podcast and just called it a day and collect his hundred dollars or whatever. But no, he really went all out on his cameos. I was always very appreciative for that.
1: That seems to be just who he was as a, as a person, as far as his con appearances yeah, and
2: very giving the
1: way people talk about him is like, he really, you know, he was the guy that kind of was like, Oh, Batman and Bruce Wayne, they're two different characters. Uh, he was really the guy that made those two delineated for me when I yeah. when I watched it. Yeah, he
2: was the first person ever because there have been plenty of Batman cartoons mm. before. Uh, he showed up in like Super Friends and but
1: Because <clears throat> Adam West is always Adam West. Yeah, so like yeah. Bruce and Bat, they're both. That's why it's, that's comedy works. Even you know,
2: even Michael Keaton was kind the, of the same, same
1: guy. But yeah. like Kevin was like, no, this because what what was he like? This is like Hamlet. Yeah, you know, yeah. he he thought of it like that.
2: Yeah, he took it to a very much deeper place and he had a distinctive different voice for both of them. Um, I remember we just recently watched Perchance the Dream on the podcast.
1: His favorite episode, I yeah. think, as I recall.
2: And one of the reasons that uh, I found out that it was his favorite is I actually watched a video interview about it mm-hmm. uh, the other day. And he was talking about, not because remember he did also Thomas Wayne's voice and he did someone else's voice on that episode, like mm-hmm. a smaller character or something. But he did them all, like he didn't, Uh, record them separately he did them all at the same time like while reading through the episode right and a lot of people don't usually do that and apparently he had a lot of fun with that um but yeah he was the first person ever in cartoons to actually have two different voices one for batman one for uh bruce wayne bruce wayne was more of what kevin sounded like in real life where Batman had this guttural, you know, feel to it, which he, he would drop his voice mm-hmm. down, and, it, and he it. talks about that in, in that in his uh, comic book in one uh, comic book uh, story, mm. which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, for those who don't that don't know, Kevin Conroy played Batman for uh, right at thirty years, spanning at least nine different TV series, Uh twelve at least 12 animated movies, and seven video games. No one has come close to playing Batman as long as Kevin Conroy had. Most recently, he voiced Batman in the multiplayer online game Multiverses, which is, um, do you know anything about Multiverses? Mm, No, I don't think so. So it's like an online game that, uh, it's a fighting game, but it's of a bunch of Warner Brothers properties. Like you have LeBron James from Space Jam 2. You have Ted Lasso, which oh, I love.
1: I've seen this. They, they're I'm aware Scooby
2: of it. Shaggy. Yeah. Um
1: I think I always wondered what it was because I was so, I saw Scooby and like yeah. Batman. I'm like, what's happening yeah. here? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a really uh, I think, and there's been rumors that Mark Hamill's Joker's uh, coming in if it mm-hmm. hasn't already. Unfortunately, like it's an online game, but so I thought it was going to be one that you could like buy for a console or something right. like that because I was just like, Man, this could be fun. This could be fun. But yeah, that was the last time he played Batman there. Uh His last, uh, the last time that he voiced Batman in like a full length like TV show was an episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah. One it was from like maybe 2019 or 2020.
1: That sounds about right.
2: Um he's he, Kevin Conroy is also the only actor to play Batman in animation and in live action. He uh, back in 2019, he played a retired Bruce Wayne in an episode of Batwoman when they did the Crisis crossover mm-hmm. event.
1: I think I saw that clip, and he yeah. he was
2: great. He wasn't in a lot, and he was played a very angry, you know, uh, Bruce Wayne. Right, right. But it was still really cool to see him uh, see him actually play him in live action because. You don't see Kevin action, uh, Kevin Conroy do live action, really, except for, mm-hmm. I guess, the old days of when he used to be on, like, uh, soap operas. Uh, he was on Another World for a while. Do you have a favorite uh, Kevin Conroy performance? Be it on the show or, like, a certain episode or... One of his different appearances.
1: Well, I mean, I always think of, we, we watch the episode. What's the one where he does the, I am vengeance. I am the night. What, that's the what, so, scarecrow one. Okay. Um, like I always think of that. Cause that was in all the bumpers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the first, when I think of his Batman, I think that's what I think of right away. I think of that bumper that would play on Fox before yeah. animaniacs all the yeah. time.
2: Yeah. I love his performance in perchance the dream. Once mm-hmm. again, uh, but there is one uh, performance absolutely loved, and we're going to get to it in 2023. I know we said we were doing 2022, but 2023 is its 30th anniversary, Mask of the Phantasm.
1: Ah, yeah. The
2: uh, scene with him in the graveyard, mm-hmm. where he's just, cr- uh, like, crying his heart out and stuff. Right. That's some great voice acting there. I love Kevin Conroy's performance in that. Um for those who don't remember, he originally auditioned to play uh, Harvey Bullock because uh, Kevin Conroy thought Batman would be a boring per- character to play and that Batman didn't have a lot of nuance. But when he uh, read for Bullock, the executives were like, hey, why don't you read for Batman? And they kind of explained a little bit more of like, OK, there's more to Batman than just right. you know some random superhero.
1: They were like, uh, you know, Batman's in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> that helps too. Hold Harvey Bullock is not. This yeah. is this is the best part. You just take our word for it. And yeah.
2: Well, Kevin Conroy was always like an actor. I mean, he oh, yeah. had a scholarship to Juilliard mm-hmm. where for those who don't remember, he was a roommate with Robin Williams at one time and he mm-hmm. also had uh classes with um Christopher Reeves. The, well, who is my Superman? They my exact my that. Superman and my Batman were. That's wild. in Juilliard at the same time, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they're both gone now too. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy's favorite bat actor was uh, Ben Affleck. Actually, did, did you know that? I don't
1: think I knew that. I don't think I knew that. Ben Affleck get
2: uh, gets a bad rap. I think it's just. You know, I mean, it's
1: those, those movies, movies.
2: It's, it's, it's the not, writing um, of those movies, but yeah. he he does great, and he has the jawline for it. For he days. looked.
1: He 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 cut a. Uh, kind, of, kind of dashing figure as, yes. as Batman, that's that's for sure.
2: Totally agree. Uh, another fun fact about Kevin Conroy was after 9-11, he volunteered to cook for the officers and firefighters for a in- bit. Incredible. That's fantastic. Incredible.
1: I remember hearing about that.
2: And we mentioned it earlier, but uh, in uh, this past summer, a part of DC's 2022 Pride anthology book, uh, Conroy wrote a, a short story called Finding Batman, which recounts uh, his life experiences as a gay actor coming up in the business. Um, you can read it now digitally for free online mm-hmm. so make sure to Google that it's a very it's only like an eight or 10 page story but it's very powerful. Um, trigger warning it, it does have like a lot of uh, slurs for the LGBT community in there because he dealt with a lot of homophobia unfortunately. But it's a great, great story. I actually, brought it today to kind of show Jimmy the physical copy. I had to go on eBay to find it, and I, I, I like the art of it. It's kind of cartoony, but it kind of yeah.
1: Has a, I, I dig it. it. Reminds me of there was some clerks comics that kind of yes, had that kind yes,
2: of look yes. to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's very. It's all about his career in life leading up to when he got the Batman part. Um, Conroy wasn't just a good uh, writer. He was also a great singer. Um, At his website, realkevinconroy.com, you can sample some of his covers. He does an amazing uh, Long and Winding Road. I think he does All of of Me Loves All of You, that John Legend song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go on there right now. There's samples there for free, and it's really, really beautiful. But the song that I think a lot of people remember him doing was uh, he performed the song I Am Blue which I think was a Nat, uh, Nat King Cole song back in the day but he sings it on an episode of Justice League Unlimited and we're going to play that for you right here
0: Am I blue Am I blue These tears in my eyes Telling you Am I blue? You'd be too If each plan that you had Done fell through There was a time I was your only one <laughs> but now I'm the sad and lonely one beautiful and
1: you'll keep your part of the bargain a deal's a deal he can Come stop now not on your life
0: I should say
2: and that is I am blue by Kevin Conroy from Justice League Unlimited Jimmy we talk about you know Batman the animated series all the time and um but did you ever watch Justice League Unlimited? No. I didn't watch it either. No. I've actually uh so it was well, it was on Cartoon Network, I believe, back in the day. I, I watched the original Justice League. So there was uh there's four four seasons overall. Mm-hmm. But there's t- two of them were Justice League, and then they decided, okay, we want to go bigger. We want to use more of the DC characters. Right. Uh, so sense. they did Justice League Unlimited, and it's a really great show. Of course, Bruce Tim's behind it and all mm-hmm. them. But I'm telling you, so I was looking at this uh, countdown on, I think it was Collider or Screen Rant, of like his their favorite Kevin Conroy moments, and there was more moments from Justice League Unlimited than Batman the Animated Series. So there's a, apparently a lot of great Kevin Conroy stuff. I've actually went back and watched a few episodes, including the one where he sings Am I Blue? And it's just amazing. There's a episode where uh, Batman basically hangs out with this girl until she dies because she's mm-hmm. dying of something that's terminal. And that's amazing. There's a lot of like great acting in uh, the, his Justice League appearances. I don't know how often he's in, uh, he's in the episodes. Mm-hmm. I know the first season of Justice League, he wasn't on it hardly at all. But after that, he came on a lot more. Uh, and he has like a budding kind of, will they or won't they, with Wonder Woman through a lot of the show, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Should, I'm telling you. These uh, are on Max? They are on, they're on Max. I okay. just started watching it again the other day. Um, really good stuff. I also... Went back and watched an episode of Brave and the Bold. Apparently, he was on another episode, not the one that we watched. I love the one that we watched. The one that we was, watched is fantastic.
1: I, I, that's one of the great things about doing this podcast. I, like, I have never sat down and watched any Brave and the Bold. We got to watch it for mm-hmm. that for that particular episode. And I'm thankful that... And this is another thing. I'm sure I'll sit down and watch these, and uh, I'll enjoy them just the same as that.
2: Yeah, there's, a, there's an episode of Brave and the Bold called uh, Batman from Planet X, and... Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, it's an alien Batman that's kind of in, like, purple and yellow. It's a take, if you're a comic book fan, it's a take on the Batman of uh, Up Upsour, nor, I, don't, I can't even pronounce it, but it's, um, Kevin Conroy plays that Batman in it, and he gets to work, you know, opposite Dietrich Bader, who has kind of become the voice of Batman in the last decade.
1: Mm-hmm. He, does, he, did it Brave the, and he does it on the yeah. Harley show? He does it on Harley
2: show. I know he was offered it for uh, the Cape Crusader,
1: um,
2: mm-hmm. but yeah, it's really, really good. Um, we mentioned my uh, talking, uh, trying to contact Conroy. Uh, this is where this our story gets a little like, kind of, I don't know. It's it's very coincidental. We knew the next episode was this episode was supposed to originally be the 30th anniversary celebration of Almost Got em. The, the episode Almost Got Him. And we're, we are going to do that next time. Um, we just had to push it back. But I reached out to Kevin on Cameo uh, a week before his passing. And I dropped him a line and said, Hey, uh, we're doing a th- uh, episode on 30th anniversary of Almost Got Him. We were wondering if you could just leave maybe uh, some thoughts about why you think everybody has loved this episode since day one. And Mm -hmm. uh, maybe if you have like fun memories of doing the episode and for those who ever got Kevin Conroy on cameo, he was always like the quickest at responding. I remember the first one I got literally came back like a day later Mm -hmm. and it even says on there that he typically responds within three days, even though he has like a whole week to get back to you. So after he didn't get to me after day three, I was just like, oh, this is weird. And then day seven comes around and it expires. So I end up. I end up sending a, one more to him because I thought, OK, maybe I got lost because usually if they turn your video down, you get a message that uh, it got turned down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that and also didn't get a message that it had. You know, run out of time. I just went to the website and saw it ran out of time.
1: And you had mentioned this to me that you were trying to yeah. in the background. I guess you had, it was sort of a surprise, but you had said, hey, i would try to get a hold of uh, Kevin, but yeah. it didn't quite work out. So I, I had that information in my head as well mm-hmm. when I woke up that particular morning.
2: So um, w- uh, Wednesday, November 10th. So um, he passed on Thursday, November 11th. Wednesday, November 10th, I reached out one more time. And that's when I told you about it and
1: uh a day before
2: no it was actually two days before two days it two before. Day before okay still that's but, yeah. but something that something did happen the day before so mm-hmm. the next day which is wednesday um i get on my uh email and it said there's a video from on cameo from kevin conroy now Cameo has changed a lot since I used to, uh, so I used, we've talked about it before I used it for my proposal video back in 2020. Mm-hmm. It was a lot cheaper then um, and a lot easier to use. And it was that way for the, when I got the uh, other Kevin Conroy videos too. So I get an email from him. i like, okay, maybe this is a different way to get me the video. So I go on there and I press play and it's, actually just a cameo for somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they had like made it public. Apparently they make a lot of the videos more public now, which is fine, but I watched it and I noticed he was really, really skinny. Yeah. um, Like very skinny, but he still had like a glimmer in his eye and he was at home. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this was, uh, came out literally the day before his passing. Um, so I'm seeing he's doing cameos. But he only put up one. So I'm just like, okay, maybe he's just having a slow t- time. He, d- he looks like he might be sick or something like that. And then uh, the next day, I get a, a. The next day, we find out that he passed. And I looked at my email just because I look at my email every morning. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, Cameo had sent me a, oh, Kevin can't do this uh, video for you message. And they had sent it to me. I checked on the times on Facebook. They they sent it to me three minutes before it was announced that he had passed. So, man, it was very, very. um, It was was a very weird experience, even for us
1: who do a Batman podcast. And yeah, we've talked to Kevin before. Gotten videos from him. It's it's still very, very strange. It's just a very strange uh, event as far as the when this happened and why we were wanting to talk to him. It's just...
2: Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's rough. It is. So I... So after Kevin's passing, I... I talked to Jimmy. We decided, yeah, it's a great idea to do a tribute episode to Kevin Conroy. Um, And I thought maybe... I thought, okay, there's a couple of the Batman the Animated Series actors that we've had cameos from on the show before. And I was just... I thought... Maybe if I could reach out to them and I told them uh, straight up, I was like, if you don't want to talk about it, it's totally okay. You can just give me like a regular video. I don't mind, but if you can't if if you're up for it, it would be really awesome if you could like give us some thoughts on Kevin
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I contacted Diane Pershing and I contacted Lauren Lester uh Lauren actually emailed me separately and saying that he can't talk about Kevin. Which totally understandable, totally respect it. Uh, and he said, but uh, and he said that he would love to give us a video of uh, another time. And he ended up sending me one like a day or two later, which is which is pretty nice. And we're going to play that in the next episode because it kind of fits the next episode a little bit better. But Diane Pershing got back to me a day later with this video. So usually. We've we've had Diane on before. She she usually does like a minute or two video. You know, she's an older lady. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, even on Cameo, they have kind of the average amount of minutes that each celebrity gets. And her average was 90 seconds. So I got a a video back from her. And I take it to the other room to start watching. And it kept going and going. And then I... I backed out of the video. She's just like, how long is this? And it was 13 minutes long. And I was just like, holy crap. She really gave it to us. So I st- started like listening to it and it's absolutely amazing. Like she did not have to give us this, but she really, really sinks her teeth and uh, just talks about Kevin and her memories with him, getting to know him, working with him and, um, Apparently, I don't think they got to really know each other till they start doing conventions together. We were hoping to debut it here on the podcast before anybody else heard it, but kind of a weird funny sad story. I mem- remember earlier I mentioned cameo puts some videos out public now and apparently they do a every couple of weeks they do a newsletter an online newsletter where they show the the trending cameo videos Mm
3: -hmm. the
2: number one cameo video was this so it, it leaked early uh so it's not exclusive anymore but here it is right here diane pershing talking about her good friend kevin conroy
3: hi brandon and jimmy thank you so much for your request to hear what i feel is my experience with Kevin Conroy, who played Batman in our Batman the Animated Series. And of course, this is Diane Pershing. I am the original voice of Poison Ivy, and um, it was my pleasure to do that series and to record with Kevin and Mark Hamill and all of the other wonderful, wonderful characters in that series all those years. I didn't know Kevin that well back then, that was in the early nineteen nineties when we recorded the series because we basically came into the studio, we got our scripts. Some of sometimes we got them beforehand, but even if we didn't it didn't matter because we were all theater trained actors and we looked at the script and we knew what we needed to do for our characters and we recorded. And then we said hi and goodbye, and we left. When I got to know Kevin that little bit better was in these past six or seven years, since I personally have been doing comic cons, I didn't know that I could be doing them a lot sooner, but I'm glad I found them when I did. And at those cons is when I got to know Kevin better. Sometimes he would join us for dinner. We would chat in the green room during breaks, and most especially for the two of us, one on one, would 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 actually happen at airports when we were early for our planes, and um, I was always going back to Los Angeles, except for this past year when I moved to Washington, D.C. But even so, we would often leave the cons on a Sunday afternoon, late afternoon, when the con was over, and we would go to the airport early, often, and I would see him sitting at a table alone at a restaurant, And I would come by and I would say, do you need to be alone? Because I respected the fact that he seemed to be a fairly private person. And he would always say, no, please join me. And I would join him and I would have my dinner and he would have dinner. And that was when we got to know each other a little bit better, which is interesting, that half hour, one hour, depending on the Flame delay, And in that time, I learned about him. I learned that he was, as I said, a very private person. He wasn't one of those people that was always out there and always on. When we did the cons themselves, of course, and we did the panel discussions, and he would come out with, I am Batman, and the audience would go crazy. The panel people and and we would all those of us on the panel, whoever was with us that particular time. Sometimes, often, Lauren Lester, who did Robin, who was a dear friend of mine, and Adrian Bar- Barbeau, who did Catwoman, who is also, incidentally, a dear friend of mine, which is lovely, and anyone else that happened to have been at the con at that time. We would all talk and banter and entertain the panels, and they would. We all had this connection, and we would tell the stories about how we came to be cast in the show, which was always a miracle for all of us. Different stories, you know. But again, Kevin and I at the airports, and this was probably five or six private dinners together, and that's when I got to know him much better. I got to know about his pride in his acting. I got to know about the fact that he might have wished earlier on that his fame would be more for his theater acting, and he was an accomplished actor, an accomplished, accomplished actor. And I think you might know this, that he was roommate with Robin Williams at the Juilliard School back in the day. Which was, you know, a great story. He would tell me a little bit about Robin, that he was always generous and kind and also hysterically funny and a very serious actor. But he was himself a serious actor. And he worked his acting chops on the role of Batman. And uh, later on, when he played, I think he played um, his father in a, in a, in a, a new iteration of, of the Batman series. I was only in the series, well, I did the role of Poison Ivy for nine years, which was the entire Batman, the animated series, and Justice League, and a few of these other things. He also was, he was uh, gay. He was, he was out of the closet, had been early, early years, and he was very devoted to his husband. And I don't believe he masked or kept from the public, the fact that he was gay, but I don't think he also publicized it in any great way. Um, And I've often wondered if he kept it on the down low because the Batman fans were legion, and from all walks of life, and perhaps some of them might not have been as comfortable with his being gay, although I think mostly, Cartoon lovers and people that love going to cons are a fairly open-minded group. And anyway, when they did find out, that was fine. And he talked. I thought in this last year, well, let me put it this way. When I knew him, while we were recording, he was a young, handsome, great, you know, guy. He was terrific. And he was good-looking and healthy and and robust. In these last years at the cons, he seemed to me to be a little paler, not quite as robust. And I often wondered if he was long-term ill. I did find out from him that he had been HIV positive way, way back when that was an awful thing and that people didn't survive it. A lot of friends didn't survive it. I certainly have many, many memories of Darling, wonderful friends that I went to more memorials than I care to name. Um, But that's the life of an actor. I've been an actor, gosh, 50 years, you know, lots and lots of different experiences. And I wondered if it was his HIV catching up to him. And, And then I wondered, as the years went on, this last year or two, he just didn't look that healthy to me but I didn't ask because he was a private person. Oh, I would say casually, how are you doing? And he'd say, great. And that was it. If he'd wanted to talk about his illness or the fact that he really was not in great shape, he would have, but he was a private man. He had a wonderful sense of humor. He was politically very active. He had very strong feelings and he did use his pulpit as Batman to express his views. He did. He used that on his Twitter account and his Instagram and and Facebook and stuff like that. And this past year, I really have noticed the paleness, losing weight, etc. And I would comment to... Lauren and I are good friends and... Adrian and I are their friends and I would comment to them, have you noticed? And they would say, yeah, we've noticed too. But you know, somebody wants to keep something like that private, that is absolutely their choice. What absolutely astonishes me, though, is it was three weeks ago, four weeks ago, the New York Comic Con, I'm not quite sure of the dates. He was there. He was strong. He was, his fans, the lines, when they would come to his table, were around the block. I mean, they would take up an entire an entire aisle of one of the cons, you know, the, 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 the comic cons are set up. If you haven't been, I don't know if you've been or not, but we have tables, each of us, with our, our own banner behind us, and... Autographs and pictures, um, and we greet our fans, and we talk to them, and we sign the autographs, and an assistant takes the money, and that's always how it is. And in Kevin, it was just a huge, huge line, and also John Glover, who did uh, the Riddler. Although he he no no, I'm sorry, he did, um, yeah, he did he did the Riddler. Mark Hamill did the Joker. He didn't join us at cons, but he's expressed some wonderful, wonderful memories on his tweet and his Instagram, if you want to check those out, if you haven't. Um, it was just three or four weeks ago, whenever that New York Comic Con was, that he was there, he was robust, he, I mean, to the fans. When I saw him, I knew that there was something seriously wrong. What I did not expect was that his death would be so soon after I saw him at that con. He was a trooper till the end a real trooper, he was an actor, he went on. That was his job, no matter what. And the news devastated me when I heard it, absolutely devastated me. There will be nothing like him again, and I will miss seeing him. And I imagine his lack of presence on a purely self-centered, shall we say, part of this, which is minor compared to what we're all feeling, I don't think his, I think his lack of presence at the cons will mean I probably won't be doing as many myself anyway, because it was always Kevin was Batman, and I was one of his supporting players. Um, So uh, I may or may not do more cons, which in this game of things is not that big a deal for me. I'm pretty old and kind of retired. Um. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, in time, this thing was 30 years ago that we did it, and in time, it, it'll probably cease having as much um, of an effect on the in-person cons. I think that the cartoon will go on forever, and I'm so very, very proud of having been part of that one, the original voice of Boys Ivy, and Ivy. I think you guys are delightful for asking me to do this cameo appearance and I hope it I hope it pleases you. Do let me know, Uh, send me a message on, on my Facebook page or my Instagram page or whatever, whatever would please you. Okay, thank you for asking again and goodbye, have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday.
2: And that is Diane Pershing. For those who don't remember, the original voice of Poison Ivy. Man, that was a hell of a video.
1: I think I was. Uh, I think it was a. I was a target. <laughs> where I usually am, you're when, always a target. When i send you a when you send me cameos. So I was like, oh, um, yeah, I'll get to this. But then I was like, oh, this. The way you described it I was, like, oh, I got to watch this now. Uh, and yeah, I watched the whole thing. I think I sat in the car and watched it all. And I was like, wow, this is. There's a lot here, um, not just about her personal uh, relationship and, and friendship with uh, with Kevin, but things we, I didn't uh, even know. Yeah, you know? The,
2: I feel like there was a bit of a bombshell in there. Um,
1: there was. I don't know if that's, I haven't seen that anywhere else.
2: I, he doesn't yet. mention it in his story. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that. so, that kind of blew me away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, thank you, Diane, for that amazing video. Um, we'll put it up. Also, again, on the interwebs. Uh, Jimmy, do you have any uh, final thoughts about Kevin Conroy before we wrap this up?
1: Uh, A lot of people um, in posting about Kevin's passing, uh, a lot of people, a handful of people were like, you know, when famous people die, it doesn't really affect me. But this one did. Um, A lot of people said that. And I was, um, you know, we do a Batman podcast, so. You know we're in, more involved, but I this, these were just people who grew up with the show, yeah, and they were that Kevin was his was their Batman, yeah. So that's uh, that that's that's pretty powerful stuff.
2: And and it's hard to compare him to like the other Batman actors because the other Batman actors like think about it, Michael Keaton played Batman in two movies, so he played him mm-hmm. for what four maybe four hours, right? Um, Val Kelmer, an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, Christian Bale did three movies that were fairly longer, but still like 10 hours worth of content or something like that. Kevin Conroy's done this for 30 years and there's just hours upon hours upon hours of content, which means I f- you feel like you got to know him better, yes. way better than any of the other Batman. You might have other favorites, but I feel like Kevin was the one that everyone knew. Um, So yeah, it's uh, my, my heart was crushed uh, when I heard Same. the news and I, I don't, uh, celebrity deaths are always kind of interesting to see kind of how I react to it and stuff. I'm not one of those like, um, oh, I don't feel anything. I've, I remember when Robin Williams died, I c- cried an entire yeah. evening. I would say not since Robin Williams have I been as affected as when, uh, Kevin passed away a couple of weeks ago. That was, it was rough. It was, it's very rough. Um, but going forward, our podcast is dedicated to his memory, and I hope we do him proud. Um, next, uh, next time we get together, we will be doing the 30th anniversary of the, in my opinion, the best Batman episode of all time. Almost got him. Same. And we're, it'll be a lot more. We'll, we'll be a lot more fun in that one. But we, we needed to. Uh, we needed to talk, Kevin, today, and I appreciate you uh, doing this with me, Jimmy, today. Um, we are going to leave you with another song by the talented Mr. Kevin Conroy. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Almost Got Him. See you in the next one, guys.
0: The long and winding road That leads to your door Will never disappear I've seen that road before, it always leads me here, leads me to your door. The wild and windy night, let the rain walk
2: the
1: Oh, it's over. Nine it's over? Nine
3: over. Nine nine yes, over. Oh, I'm so glad we had this together. It's you It's over. It's over. It's
1: just It's
3: <laughs> over. <after laughs> <a summer. So, laughs> before the time comes to say the word somewhere.
0: Happy oh